Hello everybody and welcome to this Xbox Life episode 317, Bungie Hates Xbox. I am one of your hosts, Mark, aka Wingman709, and with me as always is my good buddy Rob. Hey, what's up everybody? This is Rob, also known as Presar. Hello, hello. And with us this week is uh, is a proud Xbox One owner, that's right. We, we, we filled that third spot with an Xbox One owner. Uh, you may not recognize him, but why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself and give us your gamer tag and, and your name. Hello, everybody. I'm Randy, and my gamer tag is Romulan117. Hello, hello. So is that a combina- combination of Star Trek and Halo? Exactly. I think uh, you're the only one, Mark, that's ever really got that. <laughs> so congratulations. Yep, yeah, you're exactly. <laughs> I win a cookie, or I win... A Snickers bar on its way to you now. (laughs) You know, the best part about Halloween is having two of your three kids are in braces. (laughs) Dad, I can't eat the Snickers bars. I got all of those. Thank you. (laughs) So I'm eating them for the safety of my children. (laughs) I'm doing it for them. There you Uh, go. (laughs) So, Randy, thank you for joining us today. We appreciate it. Bron is out. Um, But uh, Bron will be back next week. And... He should have some reports of Xbox One games he has played because he should be getting his Xbox One this week. Um, I believe tomorrow, Monday or Tuesday, I think he said it would be arriving. So, woo, something like that. But, uh, all right, so be sure to check us out at thisxboxlife.com for all the show news. Uh, we, we keep that listed with all the info on each of our episodes. You can also support us, as you guys are doing a great job of, at Amazon.com. Uh, go to thisxboxlife.com forward slash Amazon if you're in the U.S. If you're outside of the U.S., you can go to our website, click on the Amazon link, and it will auto-refer you to the affiliate page uh, that is closest to you. So the U.K., Germany, Spain, Italy, France, yada, yada, yada. All right, so let's jump into what we've been playing, Rob. We'll start with you. All right, sounds good, man. So uh, I finally got some time to uh, do some gaming a little bit this week, not not as, as much as I definitely would have hoped for, but uh, I finally fired up some Chariot. Uh, that was the game that was free last month. It was it was all of October, right? Yes, but yeah, still is yeah. free. Yeah, that's right. You know, the uh, so, two-month uh, thing they're doing now. Yeah. So uh, definitely uh, you know, look for this game if you haven't snagged it yet. But uh, I was actually pleasantly surprised. Uh, it, it looked interesting from what I saw it, and I could really like the puzzly aspect of it. It really reminds me of the type of game that you'd find uh, on a mobile device or on a tablet. But uh, it's fun nonetheless. And uh, I'm really enjoying that one so far. And I also did grab uh, Sunset Overdrive. Um, yeah, (laughs) yeah. And after watching some of the videos that Mark posted out, uh, on the interwebs of him just sitting there and jumping the entire time, I was like, dude, can you do anything else but jump? Come on. He's like, boing, boing, like a jumping bean. There's a a reason behind it. Whatever. There was. You know, that's like your signature move. It's like, I know how to get this game. You just sit there and you jump because they can't hurt you or something. Oh, no, they can still hurt you. Okay. I'll, I'll but, explain that later. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I know you did it for a reason. I was just kidding. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I played this game. I hadn't had a whole lot of time to play, and um, my my son was all over the place when I was trying to play, and I kept having to stop it 
which was really annoying. So hopefully I'll get a little, maybe a couple minutes of uh, game time after the show tonight. But uh, I was having trouble with it. It was it was uh, a lot going on. I really have to get used to this style of game. It's just so much stuff going on. Those monsters coming at you from all directions. It's pretty intense. Yeah. You, know, you gotta, you know, uh, what grind or whatever they call it. Yeah. Or maybe that's my jet set radio. No, it's uh, grinding. Reference there. Yeah, it's like you grind on top, and then like you hang underneath, and you switch, and and I, I'd sit there and like you know you'd be grinding on whatever decorator wire, or, like electrical wire, fence or whatever. And it's like, where am I supposed to go? <laughs> and it's just like this little teeny tiny little circle <laughs> that kind of points you in a direction. I'm like, there's guys. There's a lot going on in this game. And uh, I, I definitely see the appeal. I, I love the art of it and all. And I, I need to spend some uh, quality time with this game in order to get the... Um, uh, What's what's the best way to phrase this? Probably the feel of it. Though. To get the aggravation factor, <laughs> make that go away. Because <laughs> I, I feel that this is definitely the, the type of game that you can't just step into and uh, yeah, get the feel for. I, I think you ha- really need to spend some quality time with it. But uh, I think that's all I played this week. Yeah, just those two. That's it for me. All right. How about you, Randy? Well, so I have I have to explain myself a little bit first. I'm sort of a behind-the-curve gamer, uh, so I haven't got a new release that I'm playing this week. I sort of stay behind that, that price curve. So I'll wait a little bit for Sunset to come down, knowing Black Friday's coming up pretty soon. I'll make my list and then grab some, grab some titles after Black Friday. So this week, uh, I've been uh, doing with the Evolve Alpha uh, and jumped in on it a little bit to, just to see what it was like and the way I would describe it uh, is sort of uh, the title screens are a lot of red and black. Uh, but then once you get into the map, the way it, what sort of struck me was a Jurassic Park at night um, sort of type of map. It was a very dark map. There were dinosaur creatures or alien creatures running around. Uh, good experience, I think. Uh, I didn't have any major catastrophes Friday night being an alpha. I got in and about four minutes or so. It is slow, uh, but they're load testing the servers, so I get that. Uh, didn't get kicked out or dropped off or anything. Now, today I tried a little bit. It was a little bit more sluggish. I did lose connection once. Got a nap warning a couple times, which I didn't see Friday. Uh, but overall, I think it, I think it's going to be a pretty good game. I don't know it's going to be one on my list uh, just because of the genre, but uh, I you know, spent some time helping on load test, hopefully, and, and thought it was a, a good alpha. Uh, the other game I've been playing a lot uh, is World Tanks, uh, a free game that's out there. I think it's tremendously underrated as a game. Uh, they build the maps a lot to spec of actual battles. They build the tanks as close to as they can to actual battles. Not the most highest action thing, but uh, there's there's a good feeling when you're running around in a tank and you take out a few people in their tanks and you feel that big gun uh, go off and take some people out. So that... And then, Mark, I think you mentioned last week this game. I've been, I took Fuse off the shelf. So I have some, some uh, games on the shelf from last Black Friday that I'm still trying to catch up on. So I'd started Fuse, gave it about 15 minutes, and I think there were some other games coming out then, Halo 4 or something like that. 
that took my attention and I threw it back on the shelf and, and didn't pay attention to it very much. So I took it off, finished it this week. Uh, probably won't go back and play it anymore. I call it, I call it the, the little good, the big bad and the really big ugly. Uh, it was just boss fight after boss fight and it was predictable. So, but I'm glad I'm done with it. Uh, and so I, you know, can check it off of my games left to be finished. Uh, I tried a little Forza Horizon 2 demo, uh, and I've got to just face the music. I can't drive. Um, <laughs> I, I think a kindergartner can outdrive me. There's something about oh, wow. the stick. Uh, there's something about the stick that just feels way too sensitive to me. So maybe you guys that uh, do a lot of Forza can help me out. But man, I'm all over the map when I try that. So I spent about 15 minutes, maybe 20, in uh, in Forza Horizon 2 the demo. And then I watched some uh, Sunset Overdrive on Twitch just to sort of sit in on it to see what it was like. It looks really cool. And then today I watched a little uh, Call of Duty Advanced Warfare on Twitch. Some of the European players uh, over there are already streaming on Twitch. And so I just sort of sit in on that for about 30 minutes to see what it was like. So that's it for me. Do you know if World of Tanks is coming to Xbox One? I have not heard any mention of that. Uh, There's still bringing a lot of the features that was on PC into Xbox 360. Uh, I have a hope that it is, Mark, but I just have, they've, they've not said, they've been really mum on that topic. Okay. So. okay. All right. Well, it sounds, sounds like you got some gaming in, so cool. Yeah. Um, I did a little bit this week, too. I did play some more Borderlands, the pre-sequel. Uh, I still don't enjoy that game. I... I was the only reason I was playing is I was co-oping with someone else, but now we have not been able to get our schedules to match up. And I kind of told the other person they wanted to get keep going. I'm like, yeah, just go ahead and go. Don't wait for me. I don't know if I'll go back and play it. I don't know if I'll. I think I met my first Borderlands game. I have no interest in playing. Um, it saddens me. But um, and I did play uh, the uh, Evolve Alpha as well. The interesting thing is I got my code earlier in the week, and I never bothered to do any, or I got it, like, auto-installed for me. I didn't have to even do anything. It just appeared. Um, I'd gotten an email saying, you're in, and I actually noticed it was already on my Xbox. I was like, well, that's kind of cool. But, uh, or wait, was that the one? No, I take that back. I did. I actually did put the code in. I got the email with the code. That's right. I put it in on the website. That's why it was already on my console. I didn't put it on the console. Um, and uh, I played. So throughout the week, I've been hearing people talk about it and seeing people's comments in our group. And I'm like, not a single one was positive. And I was like, wow. I mean, I've never seen such negative uh, response. And it yeah. and it was all like, the game's boring. The game is just, you know, which is, I have no, I've had no desire to get this game. I've had no desire to play this game. It didn't interest me. I figured 4v1 is not something that I'm interested in. But I'm like, I signed up for the alpha just to try it. I got in. I played, I'll be honest, I only played one match. I played a match today. I didn't have a problem getting in the game. Um, I had no clue what I was doing. And I never once saw the monster. We won. And I kept trying to follow my teammates, and I just could never catch up to them. Um, at one point, I was killed because all of a sudden, some dinosaur came out from behind me and, and bit me and ran off with me, and I died. And then I had to sit for two minutes to wait to spawn back in. And I'm just like, 
this is just not fun. You know, it, it isn't. And even when I got in, I mean, granted, I didn't know what I was doing. There's no tutorial or anything to explain really what you're supposed to do. So I think the game would be better once you understood the character classes and, and all that type of stuff. And you got a, you got a chance to kind of play around with it. But right off the bat, I, I felt the same way. I was just like, it just didn't interest me. I did one. I'm like, nah, that's good enough for me. Um, but... It's got a lot of negative <laughs> points from it. Um, and it's all stuff, and it has nothing to do with it being an alpha. Um, yeah, people are talking about taking a long time to get in, but like Randy, like you said, that's to be expected. It's They're testing. This isn't even a beta. This isn't an alpha. They're testing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the game looked really good. Um, it was creepy, but it was dark. I mean, there, I guess I'd say it looks good, but then again, it was so dark, there wasn't a lot to see. Um, but it was a a nice looking game for what it was and uh i i it ran smooth um it's just uh it's not anything i'm interested in and my thought that came out of this is there's a lot of people playing the alpha it, it's not been hard to get into it and i'm wondering i wanted your guys thoughts this is the first time i've ever seen like an alpha or even a beta, get this much negative reaction. Do you think that could seriously hurt the sales of this game? Mm. Do you think this game it, could end up flopping? You know, that's, that's a very question. And I think a lot of it stems from really if people consider the fact that it is an alpha. If, if you get the people that put that aside... But I don't, just, I don't, but I don't think that's the case though. All the comments were people thought the game was boring, right? And I, that's like I kind of the way it goes, like across the board. So it wasn't like, oh, the game took forever to get in, or it looked horrible, or it was buggy, or nothing like that. I mean, that's to be expected. This was simply all the comments were, I have no interest in this. This was boring. I, I played a game or two games and I quit because I, it just wasn't fun. Right. So do you think that but, will impact sales? Could Well, it, it's still if there's people out there that try it and that is their snap judgment on the game, being that it's an alpha and they don't think about the fact that alphas are not representative of the final product. True. You know, those people will probably walk away from the game until they hear from other people after release that it may maybe it's good. Yeah, and the other thought I had was I did play one round as what they call Goliath, uh, the monster, uh, which was hyped quite a bit in the in the trailers. Uh, I played it. Uh, I lost as the monster. Obviously, I didn't know what I was doing, uh, but it wasn't that big of a deal to me as the high. I guess that's a bad word, but as the trailers made it seem, it's made it seem like it was going to be awesome. It was going to be great, and I, and when I played, it just threw me in as Goliath the first round. And uh, I said, well, yeah, this is not bad, but, you know, it, it, and to me, it's just the other thing is it's just a really dark game. And if every map, every uh, if, if the single person story is is dark like that, I, yeah, I don't know. Uh, but to your question, Mark, I don't I, think I, there's a single player story to it. So it's just OK. I believe right, this so. is just an online game. That's it. Yeah. Uh, so, so I go with Rob a little bit on this one. If people give them credit that this is an alpha, I thought as an alpha, it flowed pretty well. 
Uh, I had the same experience as you, Mark. I was running the whole time to try to keep up with my teammates, especially when I played a medic, which has a sniper gun. I couldn't keep up with them. They were running. I was, was trying to keep up with them so I could heal them. Uh, and I found myself running all the time, trying to stay up with my teammates. And uh, they're probably going, where's the medic? Where's the medic? You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm on the fence with that. But as long as people remember it's an alpha. But it it didn't stand out as anything, I got to go buy this right. because I can play as Goliath. You know, it just didn't hit that with me. Yeah, it's uh, it it cemented my. Granted, it was a one-time, one play with it. You know, I didn't give it any time, but it didn't. It didn't have to because I already had made an opinion that this game wasn't for me, and and it proved it within the first one round. So, um, you know, some people. I had this conversation with someone earlier today about Shadow of Mordor. I've never gone back to it, and people are like, "Oh, you got to give it more time." I'm like, "Well." You know, people said the same thing about Assassin's Creed 3. Well, well, it takes six hours before you actually become the character in the game. I don't want to play a game for six hours before I even get to the main character that I'm supposed to play as. You know, and I don't think I need to play a game for two or three hours before I finally go, oh, okay, I'm, I'm starting to have fun now. You know, it's just, I, if I haven't hit it within an hour and I'm not having fun then I'm not going to have fun in three hours, you know. And that's kind of the way I am with Shadow of Mordor. I just can't. Maybe I'll get back to it someday. I don't know. It just wasn't fun. And, um, you know, so I think games need to, they got to hook you pretty quickly. You should be enjoying the game. And, and well, evolve. no, they have to hook you. Well, I think most people they should, would, would want, why would you play a game that was boring? You know? If you want to play something boring, go play a board game. Zing! <laughs> Zing, right, whatever. <laughs> All right. So, but anyways, um, that's it. For, oh, oh, I, I guess and I, I skipped over. I, of course, I played Sunset Overdrive. I was saving this one for last. Best game ever. Oh, man. I, I, I'm like, I'm like smiling. The game is, I just, I'm hooked, man. It was everything I wanted it to be and more. Uh, my concerns were pretty quickly laid to rest. Um, I've not had a lot of hard time traversing. Uh, it can be tricky at times, but um, it takes a little time to get used to the camera angle and the way, you know, where you're going. And it, it is fast, and I think that's the biggest thing is it's, it's a quick game. But um, you can jump and get out of the way pretty quickly too if you got a mob and you got a lot of weapons all the weapons are fun it's it's like no matter what you're using it's just fun to use um very unique cool weapons the uh the writing um i did beat the whole game <laughs> by the way <laughs> um if if you didn't hear that rob i don't know if you were got into the call yet when i was talking to randy but no I beat the darn thing, and I'm really sad because I did all the side missions and the main story, and it's done. And I'm like, no, it hasn't even been a week. So I'm. I was playing, about to say. I'm playing. See, yeah, it came out it's Tuesday. Not on Tuesday and it's <laughs> Sunday. And it's done. All I've got left now is collectibles, and I've I spent today doing collectibles. I've been on playing all day, just running around searching for collectibles. Um, I played quite a bit of uh, the online mode, which I really enjoy. Um, there's some 
there's some things there that I wish they would do, and hope hopefully they'll make some tweaks and changes. Um, because right now, when you're in the in the world, you go up to a phone booth and you jump into the online, and there's only one mode. It's called Chaos Squad, and what they do is it puts you with seven other people, and you basically doing I think it's four different missions that you do, um, and you get to. The first one just comes up, and then each one after that, you get to vote on which one you're going to do. And then you're gaining, like, and there's objectives and bonuses and stuff for each one of them, but you try to take them out and work through this mission cooperatively, but also competitively, because you're trying to get some of the certain things, like if you're able to do them first, then you get the most points, and you're going to get a bonus that no one else will. Um, but you still want to get the whole mission done. So it's a real neat mix of kind of a competitive and cooperative mix. Then when you do your four missions, um, then you come down to basically you're defending the VAT. And that just gets insane. I mean, you go through several waves of that. And then that's it. And at the end of it, it tallies up your scores and you get bonus stuff. Like uh, some of the weapons that I already have, I'll get um, – um, oh, what's it, what is it I'm trying to think? Uh, bonuses or – uh, to the weapons I already have, I'll earn a bonus that carries into the main campaign. So the weapon becomes stronger. Um, and I'm like, that's really cool. And you can get clothing items and money and overcharge and stuff like that in the multiplayer as well, which you use to buy stuff in the campaign. Um, so it's really neat. And it is a lot of fun. Um, you definitely need a, either a group, I would say, four to six people. Um, it's great if you have eight, but uh, the most, the least I've done it with was four, but it definitely is a challenge uh, with four people. So it's, it's a lot easier with eight people, um, but it's, it's fun. It, it, you know, I just want to see, I would like them to add the ability to just do like the VAT defense and just be able to do a bunch of those with your friends. Um, I would love to see them kind of set that up. Also, there's been, um, Throughout the week, we were couldn't figure out how to get out of the multiplayer. So if you wanted to quit multiplayer, there was no option. Well, we found out today that if you, in the multiplayer, if you just walk up to a phone booth, then you can leave back into your single player. That's how you leave the, the multiplayer. Um, it's not, nothing tells you how to do that, you know. So just a little word to everybody if you do get involved in that. Um, but I find it a lot of fun. I, I really enjoy this game. Um, I, I honestly think it's right now it's my game of the year. I think it's surpassed everything I've played all year long. And, you know, when you get a game that you just don't want to, you know, when it's one or two in the morning and you've got to get up in a few hours to go to work and you're just like, Oh, just one more. Let me just go find one more collectible or, well, there's one right here. I can get to it. And the next thing you know, you've, you'd still be playing another hour long. Um, that's a good game. <laughs> So. You know, I, I just figured it out over here. So, of the last six days, you spent approximately twenty-five percent of your life playing this game. Yes. yes. <laughs> and I think you... he's happy about that. <laughs> he doesn't know. It's fine. I'm tired. I'll say that I've been very tired this okay, week. Okay, so we know what was sacrificed. <laughs> one of the things. Sleep was sacrificed. Yes. So, and today. 
time with my family was sacrificed. You, <laughs> you, you know what you need? You need some overcharge to wake you up. I do. I do need some overcharge. Um, some of the things, though, I love about this game is it is so funny, man. They make fun of everything. Um, there's this gun that is called the, oh, I always forget, the Taunt Bot. And you shoot it, and it basically puts out like this holographic image. It's not of you; it's just a, of a of a guy. So it's um, it's like um, uh, not a clone, but um, uh, I, f I was calling it something else all day, all week, and I realized that's called the Taunt Bot. But um, it's a decoy. I've been calling it the decoy gun. Um, but it sends this dude out, and, and all the enemies they completely ignore you, and they go right to this thing, and they start attacking it, and it'll actually kill them. And, but like every time you'll shoot him out, well, not every time, but on occasion you'll shoot this and the little, the, you'll hear the, the character say, Hey, Xbox, get ready to record this. <laughs> and I'm like, that is all. I mean, that's in the game. Um, yeah. I went up to the top of this tower to look through a viewfinder, you know, one of those things that you look at the, you know, if you like at the Golden Gate Bridge and you look through the little thing, you put the quarters in to look. Um, there's a, they're all over this place, and so I went up to this one in the commentary. My character said, "Wow, that's an amazing view, but even better, I'm one step closer to a totally useless achievement." <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, you gotta be kidding me! I just laugh. I mean, it's just everything you do in that game. There's there's just it's funny, funny stuff. They make fun of other games. They make fun of the ending. Uh, you know, I, I don't want to say anything, but it's just the the whole thing is one nonstop, over the top, making fun of. They make fun of developers and gamers and different different games, and but it's all like in good fun. It's nothing. It's just you laugh at everything. It's hysterical. There's so many great lines in it that you can't even remember them all. Um. It's just it's just so much fun. I I highly recommend this game. Now, one thing I wanted to say is to in to what Rob was saying um, about me just jumping up and down. I found um, I posted this on on our Facebook group. It's on on our on my Twitch page and on my YouTube page. Um, I did a video of a mission I was on where. Like all these drums, you're trying to put the band back together. So you're going around getting these different people, and at one ones you got to get like these drums. Well, you go open up this van, and all of a sudden, all these big bongo drums, like ten big, huge, giant sets, pop out, and they land all over this park. And you, and all of a sudden, this horde of enemies just comes running in. So the mission is to jump on all the drums without touching the ground, and then it like zaps everybody and kills them and. Well, what I what I figured out as I was bouncing around trying to find where all the drums were, I was like, "Hey, wait a minute! If I just stand here and jump up and down on one drum, these guys are going to keep coming at me because, and I can level up my weapons." So I stood there on one drum, just bouncing up and down, <laughs> bouncing up and down. That's all I did. Boom, 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 till I was out of ammo. I'd switch a gun. Boom, 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 out of ammo. And I and and they just kept swarming at you, and it just nonstop. And all the by the time I got done. All the weapons I had, and all eight of them were at level five. And then I went and completed the mission. Now, the, the other weapons I have that aren't there, I can always go back and redo that mission. I can replay that mission again and do the same thing and get them leveled up. Because there's an achievement for getting like all 20 weapons up to level five. 
So, and I've got almost all of them. I got three more I still need to unlock, but it takes a lot of money to unlock them, and it's going to be a while before I get them. But uh, so that's why I was jumping up and down, Rob. <laughs> right. And then, of course, the other video I did, I was jumping up and slamming down with my nuclear sword. Which was like the best weapon in the game for that one mission only. Um, I was so sad that mission ended. That was fun, but I rec I had a recording of that one too. So good stuff. Or I think it was not a whole mission. I just took like a thirty second record that clip of me doing damage with that nuclear sword. So super fun game. Super fun game. Um, I highly recommend it to everybody. It is well worth the sixty dollars. Um, someone asked me today if it's uh, any replay value. Um, no, you're, I don't see that you would, I won't, I'm not going to start over again because there's no advantage to it. Um, unless you just wanted to play through it again. Um, you create a new character, I suppose, and replay the game. But, um, right now I'm going to, there's, there's challenges to do, which I haven't done any of those. There um, a lot of collectibles, a lot of different things to do in the environment, which I'm working on. And then there's the multiplayer. And then I'm hoping that someday they'll have DLC, story-driven DLC that they'll add. Um, but it took me about, I want to say, between 20 and 25 hours. I don't know how long it took me to beat the game. Um, I was stretching it out, doing a lot of side missions, doing a lot of... Um, collectible and stuff because I didn't want the game to end too fast. So I think it was around 27 hours according to TA when I did beat the game. But you can do it in quicker than that. But it's still a long game. A pretty good story. But anyways. That's a good thing they didn't have a like a alpha test of this game. Right? Why? Because if people didn't like the experience, they wouldn't be giving it a chance now, right? I guess. Never mind. I guess. <laughs> What's that little that little Chucky guy? The Chuck puppet? You know what I'm talking about? No. Little puppet? Ventriloquist puppet? Nope. You are tired, aren't you? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I get you're trying to knock Never it like mind. with Evolve. No, but... no, no, no. Just keep going. I'm I'm done. I've been going oh, on about it way right. too long. So, okay. <laughs> Let's move into the news. Flash. All right. Which is actually a decent TV show. If you guys haven't seen it, uh, you might want to check it out. Anyway. Uh, so first up for the news this week, uh, you don't have to wait for Black Friday to get some incredible pricing on the Xbox One. Uh, starting November 2nd and slightly earlier on uh, Amazon, it seems, uh, bundles are going to be going for $349. That's a $50 savings uh, for pretty much uh, all of them. Uh, in the United States, at least. Uh, we have the Assassin's Creed bundle. We have the Sunset Overdrive bundle, which comes in its cool white uh, color of the controller and uh, box. Does that one also have uh, that stand, that controller stand? Do you guys know what I'm talking about? No, I don't know what you're talking about. No? no. Yeah, th I thought there was a little controller stand that came with that bundle as well. 
So you just place your Xbox One controller so it sits vertically. Okay. And, uh, of course, there's the Call of Duty Advanced Warfare Bundle for $449, which uh, I think is actually a pretty good deal because it has a bigger hard drive. It's got the one terabyte drive. And uh, so that's that. So look for those. Actually, wait, November 2nd, that's today. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so they're out already. Yeah, November 2nd, Sunday. All right. Uh, Killer Instinct. Uh, there's going to be a brand new character coming out uh, with the arrival of season two's um, goodness. Uh, this character has not been given a name yet, at least to us. What they have said that it's going to be a trap grappler, whatever that means. Uh, there's going to be a trailer that will debut later on this month in November uh, that will give more information. So if you're a Killer Instinct fan, definitely check that out or look for that uh, gta 5 is going to have some exclusive goodies including new vehicles in-game events and missions uh, this is for the uh, current gen systems players returning to los santos can expect to find new challenges tied to next gen exclusive vehicles like the imponte duke odeth the Cheval Marshall monster truck and the Dodo seaplane. The upgrade also offers an all-new murder mystery that scatters clues throughout Grand Theft Auto V's expansive map, with uh, noir-style camera filters awarded to players who can crack the case. Uh, other new additions, including the hatchet and railgun weapons, stock car races updated radio station playlists, and a wildlife photography challenge that unlocks a submarine when completed. Rockstar additionally revealed that GTA Online character progress will carry over into the Xbox One, PS4, and PC versions of the Grand Theft Auto V through a one-time save transfer. Unlocked platform-exclusive content Platform exclusive content will also transfer alongside character data and all player created jobs will be retained. Moving on, Dying Light has been canceled on the 360 and PS3. Looks like they just couldn't hack it. Uh, to ensure you enjoy Dying Light as much as we would like you to, we chose to release it without any compromises on the three strongest systems available. Uh, basically, Dying Light is a zombie-infested open-world game with parkour-inspired movement. Huh. That sounds familiar. Doesn't it? Say yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> 30 hours familiar. Uh, and Now only launch for Xbox One, PS4, and PC. Uh, look for it on January 27th, 2015. Battlefield Hardline uh, is due out in March 2015 following a delay announced last July. The Cops and Criminals Fantasy, uh, this is kind, which is uh, part of that, uh, this is kind of uh, the foundation for the game. Uh, resonated, it resonated very, very strongly with not just existing fans, but with new players to a Battlefield, to the Battlefield franchise. But the feedback was also universal that we should go deeper 
and with that fantasy and uh, really deliver against that to a greater degree. Uh, what we've done is given the development team that time to go back in and really look to how they can truly deliver on that cops and criminals kind of gameplay as it exists in a battlefield world. So there you go. They just explained why this game got delayed uh, close to a year. Dragon Age Inquisition is now available for digital pre-order and download on the Xbox One. Uh, This is expected to release on November 18th. 2014 and of course if you get it uh it should probably have that same 1201 a.m pacific time unlocking time eastern right i thought it was pacific no lately we've had some that have been on eastern time that they've unlocked so the people in pacific are actually getting it three at like at nine o'clock let's see it's it's when oh this one is eastern yes yeah you are correct sir so I think sunset for me it was like nine thirty when it unlocked. Um, Forza two, I didn't check. I was busy doing something, but I noticed at eleven thirty I was able to play it. Oh yeah. So cool. Rock on. Yeah. All right, then uh, with official True Achievements app now on Xbox One, you can access some of True Achievements' greatest achievements, including uh, True Scoring stats for gamers gaming guides, and milestone charts. You'll also get your hands on the latest Xbox news, friend feeds, achievement lists, and solutions for games and apps across all Xbox platforms. True Achievements on Xbox One also includes includes Connect voice support and Snap Mode, so you can track your score as you play your favorite games. Now, uh, How to Survive... Storm Warning Edition is a new game that's available on Xbox One. Uh, Survive on a zombie-infested archipelago. Uh, Fulfill your basic needs of food, water, and shelter while facing natural and unnatural threats. An eccentric survival guide will teach you how to craft dozens of weapons and tools from fishing rods to bows to chainsaws or explosives. Uh, Seven islands filled with exuberant flora and fauna also. So this is another one that kind of snuck in there, because I don't remember hearing about this one. Never heard about this right, game. Yeah. They're just sneaking these in left or right, which I, I guess is fine, but we can't report on it if we don't know about it, at least in advance. Then uh, the Division's uh, PvP multiplayer uh, is supposedly going to be hard to balance, admits uh, Ubisoft. And uh, if you want to know more about that, look it up. Star Wars, there's there's a lot to that one. I'm like, (laughs) there's a lot to that one, so I'm going to skip it over. Just just in brief, they were talking about, um, you know, because you're, it's kind of that persistent world, and as you're leveling up your character, when you go in, when in a the the player versus environment, you know, you're ranking up, your weapons do these things, but then when you go into the player versus player, you know, they don't want a higher-ranking person just to annihilate everybody. You know, they want yeah. the lower-ranking people to have a chance. Exactly. But they got to figure out how to manage that in this type of game, so it's going to present them some issues. So that's what that article was kind of mm-hmm. about. So. All right. Proceed. Moving on. Star Wars Battlefront uh, Xbox One and DICE's next Battlefield get release windows. Uh, Battlefront will be EA's big shooter release for the winter of 2015. And Battlefield Hardline is going to be out on March 17th. 
uh, the next battlefield will arrive on winter 2016. Okay. Uh, Microsoft uh, had a, I wouldn't say it's like a huge release, but I thought thought it was fairly important. And that was the uh, Microsoft Health System and the Microsoft Band. So it's a nifty-looking device. Track your health across uh, all sorts of different platforms, uh, Android, uh, Microsoft Phone, and iOS. Basically, it's a smart band, uh, I guess, like those Fitbits and all that good stuff and that new one that Apple came out with. Uh, it's a smart band that's got 10 sensors for 20-hour heart rate monitoring, calorie burn measurement, uh, sleep tracking, all sorts of stuff. It's got a nice little LCD display. So if you haven't seen this, you might want to check it out. It looks pretty nifty. And uh, one thing I did find out from talking to a friend of mine is that uh, you really need a lot of sensors in those things to get accurate calorie burns because the system needs to know like your heart rate, your body temperature, all that stuff really matters to get you uh, an accurate result. So devices like this uh, looks like that they can do that. And they are leveraging the power of the cloud to do that as well. Then uh, there's an interesting report uh, that came out uh, basically stating that men play more MMOs, uh, first-person shooters, while women rule mobile and RPGs. Uh, the data was collected in several uh, separate studies last, or actually this year in 2014, each with a minimum sample size of 1,000 respondents. So it's not just uh, you know like somebody polling their friends or <laughs> their neighbors. Looks like uh, they polled quite a few people. So some of the numbers uh, for this stuff here is like uh, so MMOs are basically a, a male thing. So MMOs 66 percent. Male versus thirty-four percent female. That's uh, probably like what two-thirds male versus one-third female. Yeah. Uh, PC and now this is PC all, which they say is including social. So I believe that probably includes uh, Facebook and all those types of games. Uh, that one's almost an even split at fifty point two percent female and forty-nine point nine percent male. So for all purposes, that's fifty-fifty. First-person shooters. Uh, we go back down to what we just had for MMOs, 66% male. So two-third male, one-third uh, female. RPGs uh, is a little bit of a, a jump here on the female side with 53.6% versus 46.5%. I'd say that's pretty close to being 50-50 if you ask me. Uh, mobile, uh, 57.8% female, 42.2% male. Uh, that's just uh, a slight edge on the female side. And digital console, hey, we're going back close to our two-third uh, ratio here for male being 63% versus 37% female. So it's uh, kind of interesting uh, interesting uh, little metric there. Yeah, I think it's useful. If, you wanna, yeah. if you're want wondering how to get your wife to enjoy you know, into gaming, you might want to consider something that you might not play, such as... Um, let's see, where was the female in charge? RPGs, uh, mobile. So doesn't really help a whole lot, does it? <laughs> <laughs> RPG, I guess, is where it's at, right? Yeah. So get them started on those mobile games. My wife doesn't claim to be a gamer, but she plays on her iPad all the time. Yeah. She probably spends as many hours in her iPad as I do on my Xbox. So, <laughs> uh, it, 
my wife also doesn't claim to be a gamer at all. I mean, she's literally disgusted when she hears the word gamer and <laughs> how's her farm <laughs> looks doing? at me, looks <laughs> at me <laughs> when she says that, but, uh, I'd probably say that she spends probably at least five hours a day gaming on her phone. At least. <laughs> That's I don't funny. even spend, I barely, I'm lucky to spend that much time a week <laughs> or even a month sometimes gaming. At least it feels like it. But anyway, we're, I thought we're doing the news. This is like the longest news session we've had right. okay, so along. far. <laughs> moving along. Activision has set a launch date on Destiny's The Dark Below DLC, which has new weapons, gear, story missions, co-op, and multiplayer activities. Uh, to uh, Bungie's game there. Uh, it lands on December 9th and is set primarily in the moon. And I uh, look for it uh, for $20 in the United States. Uh, Xbox Entertainment Studios has officially closed. Uh, despite its closure, the Xbox uh, Entertainment Studios, Microsoft, uh, remains committed to the live-action uh, series Halo Nightfall. Uh, barring any kind of catastrophe, uh, this will debut sometime in early November, which is now. So hopefully we'll, we'll see it soon here. Bethesda confirmed that Prey 2 has uh, pretty much been nixed. Uh, more than two and a half years ago, or two and a half years after rumors first emerged that the sequel was canceled, Bethesda confirmed that Prey 2 is no more. They say it just wasn't up to our quality standards and we decided to cancel it. It's no longer in development. That wasn't an easy decision and it's one that we were, but it's one that won't surprise many folks given that we hadn't been talking about it. Then uh, Microsoft has announced uh, this month's, uh, November, uh, Games with Gold. I'm sure uh, pretty much everybody knows at least what the first couple are here. Uh, basically re revealing that uh, the side-scroller Volgar the Viking is going to debut for Xbox One as a free download. And uh, you have Chariot from the holdover from last month. Uh, then for the 360, members will receive, or Xbox Live members, Gold members will receive a free copy of Viva Piñata, Trouble in Paradise. And for the second half of the month, you'll get uh, Volition's third-person shooter, Red Faction, Gorilla, starting on November 16th. Uh, Borderlands news. Uh, this is Borderlands pre-sequel. Uh, there's going to be a fifth-player character, or the fifth-player Playable, hello. Playable character is Jack. Handsome Jack. Uh, Xbox's uh, Atari ET uh, documentary is going to be hitting on November 20th. The studio is gone that produced this, but the game lives on, I guess. At least the show still lives on. At least uh, it's going to be nice to see it. I think this is really like the only real production that they've done, right? Oh, they did that football or the soccer thing, right? Isn't that right, Mark? What are you talking about? All oh, of a Microsoft sudden, Entertainment Studios. They did. Didn't they do that? Oh, I guess I'm missing for the soccer. Something. Sorry, I'm missing something here. I 
<laughs> yes. Yes, they did. Yeah, they did that. They did the Atari thing and then Nightfall. And that's really it, right? Uh, to my knowledge, yeah. Yeah, okay. I was just confirming that. All right, moving on. Uh, COD Advanced Warfare Season Pass uh, confirms that there's going to be a zombie mode available in it. And then uh, last up, Twitch updated its rules of conduct today or the other day. Uh, it's basically going to include a requirement that streamers dress appropriately, which means... What? Yes, yes, yes. So, Mark, you're going to have to put on some clothes there because there's no sexually aggressive clothing, including no lingerie, no swimsuits, no pasties, <laughs> and uh, no visible undergarments. Oh, oh. <laughs> so put it back on. Sorry. Put it back on. <laughs> They're trying to... They're trying to make Twitch respect. I'm trying to. I'm trying to boost viewership here, man. I was gonna. <laughs> I was gonna just start wearing the speedo, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I know you're. I know you do a lot in games trying to boost, but it's <laughs> the kind of boosting that we need to be doing. So, so you said no undergarment. Like I can see. I'm looking no, at the camera. You, my little tiny bit of my t-shirt is showing. Is that like gonna get us in trouble now? Because it's just a little bit. Am I in trouble? That is kind of risque. Risque. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. <laughs> I guess I'm gonna have to get get white shirts and collars and ties and stuff. Yeah. No, I mean I agree. I, I'm glad they're doing this because there's a lot of. I mean, I've seen some Twitch feeds that it's like people. I think people are tuning in just to check out the hot girl, you know, because she's not wearing much. Um, they're not checking out for the actual games. So I do like that they said, let's make it about the games. That's what it's supposed to be about. Exactly. So, but if you want to watch that stuff, watch YouTube or something. I guess that means I can unsubscribe from a lot of channels. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I got it. <laughs> Dang, nebbit. I got to uh, so, go back uh, to surfing the internet. <laughs> yeah. So Twitch uh, supposedly doesn't actively monitor for dress code violations. And they rely on the community to uh, basically report people or whatnot. So uh, Amazon came in and they're putting their foot down. Yep. That's good. Yes. So. And that's all for the news. All right. Well, you know, you're not going to escape it, guys, because, whoops, that's not my image. That's it. We are going to still talk about Sunset Overdrive. We are not Rinket. done. <laughs> um, last week, so last week I had the question about, you know, concerns about did Microsoft invest too heavily in this IP? Uh, they're putting a lot of marketing behind it. They, you know, they did the white console with, with Sunset Overdrive. Um, they really got behind this title, and I was like, you know, what if it doesn't live up to the hype? Do you think Microsoft's making too big of a bet on an unknown IP? Um, so it came out this week and, you know, my answer, I thought, yeah, I thought you said it was going to suck. I know. No, I didn't say that. <laughs> um, all I got to say is I think it did live up to the hype, the game, you know, obviously you guys already know what I think about it. Um, I do think it lived up to the hype. I think this is going to do very well. Um, I certainly hope it does very well. The game is worth it. The game is fantastic. And um, I don't know. Just curious what you guys think after our conversation last week. 
Um, do you think that, uh, do you think it lived up to the hype? Do you think it was a good investment for Microsoft? What about you, Randy? Well, so uh, after hearing your glowing review here, uh, I'm thinking, yeah, I think it's going to, it's so easy to get hyped up. Like example I gave earlier of the Evolve Alpha, the hype over playing the monster that really turned out to be a disappointment a little bit in at least my eyes. Uh, but after hearing and watching on Twitch uh, and looking at some of the gameplay, I think it's going to be a great thing. I, I think they're living up to it. Uh, you got that natural curve where there, there's the new, there's the there's the fun, and then it gets a little bit, the curve goes down on the other side. But uh, I see a lot of potential there, especially since it's uh, it's coming out with uh, from Microsoft Studios uh, for that DLC to keep keep the fun rolling and to keep Mark jumping on barrels. You know, so I think it's all right. I think they're good to go. Rob? Rob. Yeah, I'd, I'd say that they kind of uh, did a really bang-up job on this one. Just, uh, it, it seems to be exceptionally well done. They've got uh, really good visuals. They've got, you know, great audio. It's funny, and uh, it, it seems pretty intense. I remember when we first saw this on the reveal, I think it was. It was either the reveal or E3. Those two last year are really starting to blend together. But where you saw these guys just like going all over the place, up against the walls and grinding against stuff, you know, you really didn't know much about the game. And it wasn't very dark. It was very lit, very colorful, very like high def looking. I mean, that that definitely made the game interesting. And, you know, they followed that and, and took a game that looked stunning visually. And it looks like they turned it into... Uh, just a fantastic game to play. I mean, a perfect exhibit of that is Mark. You spent thirty hours in six <laughs> days playing this game, and I'm not, I'm not just, you know, I'm not ripping on you or anything. God, I mean, that shows that the game has something special to it. it you know, they did something right in, in order to make somebody do that. They hooked you like with with a, with a the overcharge, no overdrive, whatever they call it, over something, overcharge, overcharge, yeah. But, uh, yeah, that, they did something right. And, uh, you know, if they ever make a sequel to this, I think it's going to have some, you know, big, uh, you know, big goals to try to overcome. Well, one thing I wanted to, to mention is uh, one of the our community members posted in our group today. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Phil Spencer was on the Major Nelson podcast recently. And here's some just some things that uh, Gary from our group had mentioned and had posted in this. He said uh, 2014 is a great year for exclusives, just to name a few. All of these were exclusive Xbox. Uh, Titanfall, Killer Instinct, Ori and the Blind Forest, which is supposed to be out here before the end of the year. Sunset Overdrive, Forza Horizon 2, Halo, Master Chief Collection, Fantasia. And then, uh, of course, there's others. That's just, like I said, that just named a few. But then Phil Spencer, uh, quote, he said, 2015 is going to be crazy. They've got games announced for 2015 so far, are Halo 5, Fable Legends, Quantum Break, Rise of the Tomb Raider, State of Decay. They're already planning for E3 2015, and they've already got some unannounced games that are coming out in 2015. Awesome. They're going to continue monthly updates throughout next year, and Sunset Overdrive sales are strong. So kind of his last comment there kind of goes in, you know, with what we're saying here. It looks like they made a really good choice 
uh, with this game and making this a Microsoft exclusive and hopefully it will stay that way and hopefully we get some DLC and stuff so but I I thought you know it's gonna be great if we got we got a good year if this is as good as this year's been on Xbox one it's next year's gonna be crazy so oh yeah yep but um all right I guess that's pretty much it we'll get off of the sunset stuff so Call of Duty um, wanted to ask what your opinion is. <clears throat> I'm going to read an article here real quick. But my question okay. is, has Activision finally killed the Call of Duty franchise? Um, so analysts at Cowan and Company have examined Amazon's pre-order tallies for the upcoming Call of Duty Advanced Warfare and have concluded that the game will probably continue the series trend of declining returns. Advanced Warfare is now pacing almost 40% behind last year's Ghosts and almost 70% behind Ops 2. The uh, analysts note, we continue to believe Call of Duty will be down meaningfully versus last year. With the franchise facing two consecutive, consecutive significant year-on-year -year declines in sales, we think it's prudent to assume it has peaked. Count and company preemptively argue against the idea that pre-orders are no longer a determinant of total sales, by pointing out that 2014 has seen the record for most pre-order games broken twice, first by Watch Dogs, then by Destiny. Clearly people are pre-ordering games, the analysts believe, but it appears that the Call of Duty series, which normally accounts for a significant percentage of overall pre-orders, is no longer attracting pre-order cash at the same rate it did as recently as three years ago. My initial thought is, <coughs> I bought Call of Duty, but I didn't buy it through Amazon, because I pre-ordered it on my Xbox One. Um, where I would have bought all my games previously were always through Amazon. So I still bought Call of Duty. I'll be playing it here probably within the next hour. Um, if it unlocks at midnight, it'll be 10 o'clock my time. Yeah, 10 o'clock. And um, I, I got it. So I think uh, my thoughts were... Yeah, the Amazon sales have gone down, and they're only looking at one retailer. How can they make that assumption when they're not looking at Walmart, they're not looking at GameStop, and they're not asking Microsoft for the numbers of pre-orders? Because the digital has definitely increased compared to last yeah. year. Oh, yeah. But I do agree that, yeah, the game's probably going to probably end up selling less because I think people are tired of Call of Duty. However... I've heard a lot of people are excited about this version. Advanced Warfare, a lot of people I've, has, that I know have not played for a long time are actually getting in back into Call of Duty for this this version. They're excited right. about this one and like what they see. So what did you guys think? Do you think uh, Call of Duty trend is maybe is heading down and maybe, maybe the franchise has been running to the ground? Or do you think it's still going to be strong? Well, you're, I, I can start off first, I guess. Um, the style of game has been around for quite a while, and I could see people tiring of it. However, the sales numbers, <laughs> to a big degree, kind of show that isn't 100% the case, but I, I still think that it's there. Um, just if you keep releasing the same thing over and over and over, eventually people are going to get bored. 
I mean, that's what happened with all the music games, like the rock bands and Guitar Heroes. You know, where are they now? It should be like a VH1 series. <laughs> where are they now uh, with those types of games? So there's going to be a decline, but you got to have something new and fresh in order to, you know, get people's attentions. And that's what some of the studios are, are doing, coming out with different style games. You know, they're, they're giving people something new. Are they doing that here with Advanced Warfare? To some degree, I mean, I think that the whole Kevin Spacey thing is kind of neat. Uh, you know, he's very much, I mean, he sounds very much like the guy from that uh, Netflix show. Um, Frank, whatever, House of Cards. You know what I'm saying? Yes? Yeah, no? I know. Yeah, what yeah. 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 He, he, you know, he, I don't know if it's trying to catch... Uh, you know, the like the political whole aspect of that or whatnot. But I mean, it's it's going in a new direction. It's a little uh, futuristic versus you know the the current time frame. Or remember, like a couple of years back when everything was like World War Two. Mm-hmm. You had like all yep. of your just name franchise it was world war ii <laughs> they were, how many different ways could you show the same beach landing <laughs> it's like everybody was redoing the stuff but you know to go along with what you had said about you know just checking amazon i don't know if that's a really good indicator anymore because of the push to go digital because i've i've bought like out of all of my Xbox stuff, I don't think I've gotten anything from Amazon. It's all been digital yep. or I picked something up just because it was really cheap elsewhere. So, you know, I don't know if you can really count Best Buys anymore. I don't think you can really count Walmarts anymore or Amazons. Granted, a lot of people are going to go through there, but... Digital is is going to be a huge thing now, and I don't yeah. think that stuff gets counted, does it? Not didn't yet. we talk about that? Yeah, yeah. Let's if it's see. digital, it stays off of the like the NPD numbers and everything. And see, here's I mean, the franchise has declined. Uh, total sales so far: Modern Warfare Three is twenty nine point nine one million. Black Ops 2 was 27.43 million and Ghost was 23.69 million. Was that in copies Worldwide. or was that in dollar value? That's this is based on units sold. Okay. Uh, so was that money or units actual sold? No, that's Ghost units sold 23.69 million units. Okay, okay. So it is copies. So 23.69 million people bought the game. It's a lot. It's a, it's a huge amount of people still, even on the last one, which they say, oh, it's declined so much. It's still at t- almost 24 million copies, for crying out loud. Yeah. It's still huge. Even if they dropped it and only sold 15 million copies this year, they're still going to be churning them out. But do you – now, I guess the good thing is, you know, Activision this time, they're now – they're going to still churn them out every year, but it's three different developers, and right. they're all getting three years to make the game. So that should improve the quality and give it a little bit more, you know, these we should seem to be able to start taking us, I don't know, branching out and doing better things because they're not just trying to reskin something and get a quick new story every year. 
Yeah. So they're going to yeah. have three years to do. I mean, they were doing two years before because uh, they had two developers. It was Treyarch and uh, Infinity Ward, and now Sledgehammer, who's making who made this one that's coming out. Um, so you got three three studios doing them. So they're going to be three different, you know, chains. So maybe that'll help the numbers a bit because, like I said, a lot of people are excited about this one, which we didn't hear yeah. that with Ghosts. Um, I, I, actually, I wonder how much I wonder how much time they had to do Advanced Warfare. I don't think they had the three years, yeah. but because yeah. um, they were helping out, I believe Sledgehammer helped out with Ghosts, um, but I do believe they've been working on it for a little bit. But you know, now like Infinity Ward and Treyarch, because Infinity Ward's up next, so they gained an extra year because this would have been their year to put whatever they're going to replace Modern Warfare with, because right. they did Modern Warfare three, so they should have a new one, which, right? Because Ghosts was Treyarch, right? I believe. Our, think so. Yeah, it. Or, yeah, yeah. Or no, Black Ops Two was Treyarch. Ghosts was, was Infinity it? Ward. Sorry, I think I got them back. Uh, I think I'm backed. Uh, let me let me just look that up real quick. But I, I believe, yeah, I think Black because Black Ops Two was Treyarch. Um. So they, yeah. So it would have been it would have been Treyarch's, basically Black Ops Three, if you will would have been due this year. Now they get, they got an extra year to do it because that should come out next year. Yeah, Infinity Ward. Ghosts. Okay. So Infinity Ward will now have a full three-year cycle before Ghosts 2, assuming that's what we're going to have because they've been pretty much doing them in groups of threes. So, um, you know. So I guess we'll see what happens, but still, I, I mean, that's still a huge. They're still turning out huge numbers. Let's see, modern. Yeah. I'm curious what Modern Warfare sold, which was probably the most successful. What three? Holy buckets! <laughs> Holy buckets! Oh, wait well, a if minute. You said buckets. That's a big number. Buckets. Then. Um. Okay. No, that's that. <laughs> Ooh, that's including all of the games. That that did not filter right. Um, I want Modern Warfare 1. What? They're not even showing that listed. Um, they're giving me, it's giving me like everything. Modern Warfare 2, 3, Ghosts. Wasn't it? Or was Modern Warfare when they dropped the Call of Duty in the title? I think that's what it was. One of those titles they tried to drop Call of Duty name. I'm not finding the regular Modern Warfare in here for some reason. Because it's Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 and 2. But there was one, Modern Warfare 1. That was Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare. Call of Duty 4. That's probably why I'm missing it. There you go. Okay. I mean, Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare, which was, like, huge. Man, that was, like, the first one where it took it out of World War II. That only sold 17.73 million. Okay. And that was an awesome game. <laughs> so, I mean, we're still way up over what that one was back when it was in its heyday. So, it's, you know, it's just... When did that come out? This one came out in 2007. Wow. Seven years ago. Yeah. But... So I think they're still strong. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm with you guys. I don't know that Amazon is the right measurement, or if that's all they're zooming, zooming in on. Uh, for Xbox One, I'm just like you guys. Everything's digital. Titanfall, 
from uh, I just ordered Master Chief Collection, had it pre pre ordered, pre downloaded. I've only got one game that I bought a uh, hard disk on or CD um, DVD of um, Assassin's Creed Black Flag, and that was because it was ten bucks over at some offer I got. Uh, so I think if they're only measuring Amazon, they're measuring they're they're not getting a good picture. Uh, but my concern with Call of Duty and my thoughts, uh, I when I played, I ran out and got Ghost. I, I pre-ordered it. Was a little bit disappointed with it. Uh, maybe I expected too much. Uh, I played the uh, the single player and got done and sort of sit back with a buddy of mine. And we both said, well, that's sort of predictable Call of Duty, <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah. But multiplayer, you know, and and then multiplayer, I just couldn't get into either. Uh, it, it moves really, really fast. But then, you know, I'm, I'm at Walmart yesterday and they've got the tent set up and they've got the Mount Dews out and they've got, you know, the TVs in place and they're going to do a launch party. And I'm resisting the urge to buy it on the spot, you know, to get it, get, get ready. Buy uh, Call of Duty. You <laughs> want <laughs> Call of Duty. <laughs> Star Trek. Star Trek saying is resistance is futile. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'll end up with it, but. I think they're doing a great job with the trailers. I saw some of the trailers, uh, the kissing the goat thing on the trailer. I thought that was an awesome trailer. Uh, the technology looks great. And so I think they're doing the right thing by trying to advance the technology, the, the drones that you can send out and the, the cool stuff. The, I think it was a rideable sort of, not a really a motorcycle, but a hover, sort of like a motorcycle hover thing with guns on it that looked pretty cool. Uh, so I still think, I still think they're strong. I think the word they've got to fight in their single player is predictable. I think they need the content. They, I think, uh, I, I'll be honest, I've always been a Call of Duty guy, but played Battlefield 4 single player, and I sort of lean towards it a little bit as far as the original story. Maybe just my output, but uh, my outlook. But uh, I think they're still strong, and I think definitely they need to look at the digital downloads from the Microsoft Store. Just my thoughts on it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think it's, it might be slowing down, but I don't think it's uh, run its course yet. And I guess we'll see what happens with this new game. So we'll see what happens. All right, so what's next? Uh, oh, boy. I This one, yeah, time for, I bet the chat room gets going now. I want to <laughs> read this story. Um, I'm going to read this to you. And um, we'll, we'll see where you guys, I want to know what you think. I'm really looking forward to your opinion. This is a story from Kotaku, so I'm going to read it verbatim. On December 9th, Bungie will release The Dark Below, a new expansion pack for Destiny. For $20, you'll get some new story missions, some multiplayer maps, a raid, and two new strikes. Unless you're on Xbox. Yep. Sony snagged themselves yet another Destiny-exclusive one of the Dark Below's strike missions. You know, the ones where you and two other players go through a quasi-dungeons and take on powerful bosses is only for PlayStation 3 and 4. Bungie says the exclusive is until at least fall of 2015, which means that for the next year, at a minimum, Xbox players will miss out on a large chunk of the Dark Below. That's on top of the already PlayStation-exclusive Dust Palace strike, so if you're keeping track, by the second week of December, PlayStation owners will have eight strikes, while Xbox players will ha only have six. Of course, it's been clear for months now that Bungie is firmly sided with Sony in the battle for your living room, but that hasn't stopped Xbox fans from feeling ripped off. How can you blame them? 
they're paying the same amount of money as PlayStation players, yet getting less stuff. It's yet another example of a video game console warfare having a negative effect on the people who actually play games. Forum soldiers and fanboys might enjoy this sort of exclusivity nonsense, and it might help Sony's bottom line, but for Xbox owners who have been playing and enjoying Destiny, this is really crappy. <laughs> Similarly, Microsoft's timed exclusive deal for next year's Rise of the Tomb Raider has justifiably annoyed PlayStation fans who want to check out Lara Croft's next adventure. This all might not be as bad if the Dark Below is packed full of things to do, but even with the PlayStation exclusive strike, Destiny's first expansion isn't really all that meaty, unless the new story missions add some variety to Destiny's vanilla deploy ghosts, fight waves of enemies structure. You're essentially paying $20 for a raid and two strikes, which makes it particularly aggravating that some people won't get one of those strikes for at least a year, simply because they chose to play the game on a platform Bungie likes least. Console exclusivity might have saved some developers' hides over the past few years, just ask the folks behind Titanfall, but this sort of practice is just going to breed more resentment in the people who play games, and who could blame them? <clears throat> so, we we know that the, we got this new DLC, The Dark Below, we know there's another one, probably going to be out in January or February, which most likely will have the same thing, meaning that it's going to miss stuff. For Xbox, we won't get all the content that's in that DLC. Personally, I wish I had known about this. I, I guess I didn't realize that the DLC was going to be the same price on all consoles, but that the Xbox was going to get lose content. And I think that's a bunch of crap, to be honest. Why are we paying the same price with for less content on Xbox? Um, and again, this kind of goes to our, our whole title, Bungie Hates Xbox. I just, you know, I understand the whole, you know, you're making business deals and stuff like that. But when a developer is making a deal, a business deal, I think that the number one thing they need to take into consideration is the gamers and their fan base. And these guys are coming in. Bungie's one of those unique ones that was a Microsoft developer. You know, we gave Halo. So, I mean, micro, you know, Xbox gamers love Bungie. And the, to me, this is a big slap in the face, you know. And I'm, I just, it really kind of irritates me. The, the more I've thought about it, you know, it's just like I, and I'm kind of frustrated now that I, I wasted, you know, I bought into the whole, let me give the, I paid them extra money and I get the couple DLC packs and, I mean, regardless of whether I'm on a play or not, is beside the point, because I really don't care for the game that much. Um, it's, it's okay. It's not a bad game, but... What do you... I don't even... <laughs> it's just... <laughs> I get the business deal point, but it still rubs me wrong. I still don't think that this is right. If you're going to give additional content to another platform, why would you charge a different platform the same price when they're not getting all that content? And if it's a year from now, you think they're just going to magically give it to Xbox for free? I doubt it. They'll probably charge us. Oh, here's some new content. They'll bundle it as some other new package, and all it is is going to be the stuff that was missing from what we already paid for. You know. So I'm really curious as to what you guys think about this, and if you feel that is it just a business deal, or do they does Destiny really hate Microsoft and they're trying to somehow stick it to them? Are they trying to have their cake and eat it too? 
Randy, mm, I'll let you have the f- microphone, yeah. Randy. All right. I'll jump in there. Uh, so I'm going to speak for the minority here. I haven't bought Destiny yet, and this still rubs me the wrong way. Um, it, to me, in my, my mind, if you're going to be on a platform, be on a platform. If you're not going to be on a platform, be in or out. Don't be playing games with the DLC and the content. As a business deal, why would you risk alienating all this group of Xbox users that, you know, just to, to make a business deal with, with PlayStation? And then I'll say this. I don't, it doesn't matter to me which console it is. If it was vice versa, I'd still be saying the same thing. It, it's why would you risk alienating the, the gamers? And that's what it should be about. I think you said it just a moment ago, Mark. Uh, it should be about the gamers. And it seems like a penalty has been applied to the Xbox gamers here. Just my thoughts. And um, let's see, who was it that said it in our in our chat group? Um, Predator, Dark Predator said, and PlayStation's, you know, fanboys give Microsoft a hard time for early Call of Duty map packs that are like a month. And I can see the month thing, you know, trying to pull exclusive. We get it a month early, but you're getting the same content. PlayStation gets all of the DLC content in a month. Here, we're paying the same price. And they're going to be like, but you're only going to get part of the content. You right. know, that that's what I think is wrong. I I mean, honestly, if you want my honest opinion, I do. I would think that this has legs to stand on for a lawsuit because one one community is paying. Everybody's paying the same price, but one group of people are not getting the same same amount of gaming content for that money. The, the I, I honestly you don't think have this could to pay. be a you don't have to pay. No, you don't have to. But and as for, a business deal, that doesn't that, make sense. But for people, <laughs> for people that are not in the know, I mean, I bought in and not didn't know it until just now that uh, my content's going to be. I'm gonna. They're going to take stuff out of it, but I right. still paid full price. I, I think that's. Uh, I don't think that's even legal. It just. It doesn't <laughs> seem <laughs> like it's legal what they're doing. You know, I you know I've seen some class action lawsuits, and I'm like, <laughs> boy, that's stupid. You know, like that's just dumb. You know, like for saying someone saying, well, we're going to do it because Microsoft gets uh, Call of Duty DLC first or something for a month. Well, no, that's stupid because you're still getting the content. You know, and, and I, I don't really care that much that that goes on either. You know, I think it's stupid. I think the developers should just be like, you know what? We're going to put this content out to gamers. We don't care what platform they they do it on. Why why would a developer care unless they just want to go exclusive? Then if you want to just be in Sony's, you know, back pocket, then don't make Destiny for Xbox, period. Exactly. If you really hate Microsoft, then why do it? But I think it's like they're trying to have their cake and eat it too at the same time. They're trying to stick it to Microsoft, but they're not hurting Microsoft, they're hurting the gamers who built Bungie into what they are, who supported them all those years. And this is the thanks that we get. Every Halo you know, gamer is getting hosed. <laughs> it, you know, I, I see I see where you're coming from <laughs> and I'll you know, we, we talked about something similar a while back a couple shows ago where a lot of this stuff comes down to money. And it's not about feelings, it's not about this and that. It's it's probably about who ponied up the most money. And I was always thinking in situations like this, if Microsoft literally just walked away from the table, you know what I'm saying? If they just basically said, you know, 
destiny, it's not worth it for us. We're going to go over into the Tomb Raider camp. We're going to go over here and this and this and this. You know, they just didn't care and they let Sony get away with it. Or not get away with it, run away with it. Right. And this is the result of it. And um, it's one thing if Bungie advertised this as this is all that you get for PlayStation. This is all that you get for Sony. I mean, uh, for Xbox. And here's the differences. Here's what you don't get. That would be somewhat acceptable because then as a consumer, you can make a decision and say, right now at this time, it is not worth it. And Xbox people can make an informed choice and let's say not put their money in the bungee pocket. And then Bungie's going to say, you know what? This wasn't worth it for us. That's the ideal scenario. However, I think a lot of people are going to be hoodwinked into this. They're going to buy into this, and then they're just going to you know, say, like, what the heck just happened? I'm not getting this. They're, they're going to feel cheated. Yeah. But at this point, Bungie doesn't care because they're probably not getting our dollars. They're getting Sony's dollars. You know, and Sony's dollars a year ago are probably worth more than, you know, our dollars today. But, uh, yeah, there's rarely any feelings or anything about this. It's just all, it's all numbers on a spreadsheet and which cell is more. Yeah, I just, uh, you know, I kind of hope that um, the Xbox community kind of wisens up to the fact that they're being taken advantage of and stops. I, I hope people don't buy the new DLC. I, yeah. I really do. I, I mean, that's the only way we can tell these devs that we're not going to put up with it, you know, uh, because yeah. it's it's essentially the same. I mean, this is just like if, Rob, you and I both went in to buy uh, a new truck or a new car, we picked the mm -hmm. exact same model, and we both yeah. got the exact, I mean, everything on it was the same, Okay, copycat, or copycat. for the price, but you know we yeah. both paid thirty thousand dollars, and then they came up to Mark and me and said, "Um, well, you don't get the V eight. We're going to give you a V six or a four cylinder, but we're going to still charge you the same price." Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's that's essentially what they've done, you yep. know. Or we're going to take the air conditioner out of yours, but we're still going to charge you for it. No one would put up with that. That would be illegal. <laughs> that's why I think out of all the weird stuff I've seen on lawsuits, I think this one. If someone went forth with this one, to me, this one seems like it could hold water simply for the fact they're charging us the same price as the other console and we're getting less. You know, I, 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 I think there might be a grounds on that one. Um, I, I don't like exclusivity. I just wish they would get rid of it all, even though I'm yeah. glad we're getting Tomb Raider. I don't, I don't like that Sony's not getting it. I don't think it's fair to them. Um, I chuckled when the story came out because it was like, ah, oh, thank goodness we finally got some good news, you know. Um, we finally got something, but it, it's like I don't want to. I don't want us to have to game in a world where we're we're <laughs> having to hate against the other platform. Who cares if someone games on a PlayStation? A lot of people in our chat room and in our community ha own both platforms. Some own all three, you know. Yep. It, it, there's nothing wrong with that. We're gamers, and I think these. People making, quote, business decisions are forgetting that, you know, 
it, it's I think they're really kind of cutting themselves off at the knees. You know, because they may not hate Microsoft, but it certainly is looking that they're they really have decided to screw Microsoft or and their customers. That that's I mean that's why I think Bungie hates Xbox. That's why I titled the show this way. Yeah. I, how else can I take this? You're taking my money and giving me part of what you're giving to somebody else. I don't like that, and I will not buy any more anything else from Bungie. I'm done. I I cannot support that practice and if people keep buying into it then more and more developers are going to do it and pretty soon you know it, it's i just don't want to go down that road and i'm i know so i'm going to speak with my wallet and they won't get another dime out of me so <laughs> yeah you know i i think it would really stink to have this kind of practice go on all the time i mean that's something we're not really used to because it really hasn't happened a whole lot because generally the experience between platforms. Okay, let's let's look at the Xbox One and the PS4. Uh, for the majority of the past year, and it's been almost a year. We're twenty days away from a year of having an Xbox One. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah, November twenty second last year. But the experience basically has been pretty much the same in any of the titles that were on both systems. Except, of course, okay, the PS4 version had 1080p <laughs> while the Xbox yeah. One had less Ps. But but you could play the same game. Like, you had the definitive edition of Tomb Raider, which you could play on both systems, and it was the same experience. It wasn't like, okay, on Xbox, you got to play the mountain missions, but there were no boats in the other version it just i mean that's ridiculous it's making two separate games really and you know it, like it would stink that'd be harder to maintain too i'm sorry i didn't mean to interrupt you Rob. yeah it's like that'd be harder to maintain on the developer side absolutely um, and you know i'm kind of reaching for this example with it being in the base game i know this is dlc but it's it, it would stink to ha have the decision to be made on, like, you know, what experience do I want to have based on which console I get the game for? Because you know, I even hate making the decisions now on, you know, should I get the regular edition, the ultimate, the gold, the platinum, the silver, uh, just whatever they are for whatever particular game's coming out. I, I just hate making those decisions myself. And... It would hate. It would be. It would suck to have to factor in what parts of the game I want. Mm -hmm. And and forward. baseline, the the reaction here is: Am I going to change platforms because of this DLC? No. Uh, am mm -hmm. I? You know, are new users going to go to PlayStation Four because of the DLC from Destiny is exclusive over there? And they get more, probably not. I, I think they're going to make up their mind on a variety of things. Uh, I, yeah, it, it, what's the what's the fallout? Some uh, potential alienation of gamers in the Xbox arena, and bad feelings. I mean, Mark's just express, you know, they're not getting his dime, <laughs> you know. And so I go back with, you know, I understand what you're saying. It's a spreadsheet, but you know, I I, I live on customer service. Take care of your customers, and if you got X million xbox users out there that are now beginning to feel bad towards your your company because of this i think it's an issue yeah and yep. 
what what we might have is like uh I'll give a little anecdote here from my father in law that I got today was he was buying a uh a home oh, what's it called a home humidifier uh for his furnace because uh the old one went out, so he bought the same model and he wanted a company to come in and uh replace it so he called up this company that he had his furnace installed with, they do his yearly maintenance. He gives them hundreds of dollars a year and he wanted them to just install this new system. So they basically told him it's a flat rate. We're going to charge you the same as if we're putting in a brand new one. And that's how it is. So you know what? He basically called up somebody else that was willing to give him a fair price. And that's what's going to happen in cases like this, you know, where if you don't take care of the customer, like you're saying, if you don't take care of them, if you don't give them a good experience, they're going to go elsewhere with their money. Exactly. Well, at least you'd hope that would be the case <laughs> with in, some in of theory. these games. <laughs> yeah, because I, I can't say you really have a whole lot of decision. <laughs> like, I'm going to get Call of Duty from XYZ Company instead of... <laughs> Like Activision or whatnot, but yeah, you know, you guys know what I mean. It just, yeah, you know, people can just walk away from the company. And like, yeah. I've got a bank that I got burned on with a $30 charge that I thought was unfair uh, back when I was in college. And I refused to do business with that company ever, with that bank ever since. Yep. And, you know, that was what, over 20 years ago. And, it's their loss. It's not my loss. <laughs> yeah, I got a couple, same thing, a couple companies I refuse to do business with, you know, just because of stuff they've done. And that's, you know, there's others out there that will take, happy to take my money. And I'm paying, yeah. you know, in some cases, I pay more money to go to another provider or to get another company, should say, to for service. You know what? But they treat me right and I like the service and the other company didn't. So they lose out. You yeah. know, it's not going to hurt yeah. none of these companies. One person's not going to hurt them, but enough people. And if that, and if Bungie keeps doing this type of stuff, I think enough people will be like, I'm tired of it. I'm fed up. How dare you do this to me? You know, um, it is like a slap in the face. So, and some people say, well, it's just one strike mission. You know, it's, it's content we paid for that they're carving out and not giving to us. And we're paying full price that that's the issue. You know, right. it doesn't matter if it's just one. It's gonna be that way for the next this DC DLC, the next DLC. There's already some other stuff that they have that we don't have. You know, it's just yeah. Right, you know, you made your you made your bed. Now they're gonna have to lie in it. And if Xbox they start to see sales fall off, we'll we'll at least know why. Well, so. okay. Let let me play devil's advocate. I just thought of something here. Okay, so you've got all these different pre-order bonuses, like skins and. You know, we used to have avatar shirts and all that other stupid stuff. Would that be similar? So, like, you're paying $60 for a game and going through Amazon, you're getting, you know, an avatar shirt with a big A on it. If you go through Best Buy, you're getting an avatar shirt with a big B on it and, I don't know, uh, an avatar widget or something. I mean, does that matter? Because... You know, at Best Buy, you're not getting two things for the same price as one thing at Amazon. Don't 
thoughts? Well, the difference the difference here from from me is that most of the users here has already purchased the game, uh, right. and so so if they're going to get that, they have it's a yes or no decision now. Are you going to buy the DLC less what Bungie's taken out or no? Uh, the and the analogy you just gave, sort of Rob, they have the choice. You know, I can go to Best Buy, I can go to Amazon. And I okay. still get the game. Does that, does that sound fair? I can still get the yes. game and some extras. But now I've Mark's already locked in on Destiny. And so it's a yes or no now. And so it, because it's platform specific. That's what bothers me about it is uh, it, it's, 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 uh, it's, and it's because it's platform. You know, it's I just don't like it. <laughs> so uh, yeah. but I, I do get what you're saying as well, you know, but. But uh, the decision's already been made on the game itself, and it's already been installed and played, and now we're wait- they're waiting on DLC. Yeah, I get where it... And, and this is the second time, right? I mean, when Destiny released, uh, there was a little snafu there about a delay for, for Xbox, right? Am I thinking right? Um, it seemed like it was, there was a little bit of bad media going on about the, the release of Destiny. It was a little later on Xbox than it was on PlayStation. Well, that's not too bad, but... Uh, but, you know, I think people are starting to notice a little bit. And, and I go back to, man, take care of me as a customer, as a gamer, and I'll be loyal to you. Uh, and that's one thing I like about Microsoft right now, not not chiming the Xbox thing here, but that's one thing that makes me happy to be an Xbox gamer. When I hear Phil Spencer talk about things and I hear Major Nelson talk about things, and it seems to me Microsoft is it gets it. They're really going to try to they're really trying to go after the heart of the gamer. And that makes me feel good as a gamer. You know, slap me around if that's that's a bad uh to bring that in here, but you know, I really have been impressed with some of the things that Microsoft's doing. Not to slight PlayStation, they may be doing uh, I think they're giving away a lot of games on their network and doing some some good stuff. Uh, but I I man, I, I still think, you know, they they ought to be thinking about the gamer here. Just for what it's worth. Yeah, and, and looking at the company, so you know, Bungie, of course, they they're the ones that I'll, I'll say invented Halo. So they were involved in the first couple, right? W- when did they step out? Was that after Halo Three? Yeah, four, I think three, four, they three did, stepped in. They right? did. F- Wait, yeah, three, four, three or, did Halo Four. And yeah. then how about those like uh like the Reach and ODSTs? Were they involved in those? Uh yes. The Wars? Reach Reach all that was um Bungie. Reach okay. was the last one that Bungie did. Okay. So Halo I, ho- 4... I hope I got my facts correct. Halo four was uh three four three. Yeah. Okay, and then there was Halo Wars. That was by which Ensemble was Studios, I believe. Okay. Oh yeah. That was like their last one before they went away. So essentially on the Xbox scene, Bungie's kind of been out of it now, what, for about five years, four years? Uh, Reach came out in 2010. So, yeah, so it's four years ago. So yeah, they've been working on Destiny since. So they've been in Sony's back pocket <laughs> <Yeah>. for four <laughs> years. So, 
Well, we should. We need to get moving. We're actually approaching, coming up on that two-hour mark. Oh we, yeah, yeah. We have a oh, hard wow. break. We can't. Yeah, I was shocked when I saw how much time it goes quick. <laughs> so let's get into our new. Oh, in fact, we got no. We got to go to community first. So, because we actually have a voicemail we need to respond to. So, let's uh, let's get that going. So we do have a group, a uh, Facebook group. Um, it's facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash this Xbox Life. This is where all the conversation with the community goes on. Um, so be sure to join us there if you want to become part of the group and set up. You know, if you want to, hey, let's get together and get a group, do play this game on this day and time, it's a good place to set those up. Um, also, we do have Twitter. You can follow us on Twitter. Uh, obviously, the same, twitter.com forward slash this Xbox Life. And we do have voicemail. And we are going to hear from um, Catflap1970. Let's, let's hope this works. Actually, he's in the middle of his message. So let me turn this on, and hopefully you guys can hear this. Good morning, guys. Catflap1970 here from the UK. Uh, just want to ask you guys a quick question the community as well. Looking at some new wireless headphones for my Xbox One. I see there's some new Turtle Beach st- Okay, I got it. I gotta pause that because I think one of you guys, uh, I, I'm hearing it through your headset. So <laughs> that's me. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, it's gonna it's replay. Really it's gonna be replay going out. So um, yeah, let me let me start this back over. But I didn't want to play the whole message when I was rehearing it again. Um, okay. Trying to keep our audio. So you're saying it's too loud? Let me let me bump him down. Let me go. Let's try it again. Good morning, guys. Catflap1970 here from the UK. Uh, just want to ask you guys a quick question, the community as well. Looking at some new wireless headphones for my Xbox One. I see there's some new Turtle Beach Stealth 500X wireless ones. Um, they're £200 in the UK, and I assume it's about $300 in the US. Um, has anyone tried them out? What, what do you guys think about these headphones? I need a little bit of a feedback. It's a considered purchase, so... Any feedback from you guys would be wonderful. Thank you very much. And one quick question. Pre-Xbox console, the original console, because we're all middle-aged gamers nowadays, what was your most favourite console before the Xbox console was released? Something like the Atari Jaguar 64, or those classic gaming consoles. Which one is your favourite? Great show, guys. Keep the good work up. Always a pleasure to listen to you every week. See you later. All right. So, okay. Hope, uh, sorry, Rob, if you didn't get to hear it. Was it. Were you able to hear him after I turned him down a little bit? Yeah, I went on to the uh, Twitch stream. I was actually listening to it through our voicemail system. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. I just wanted to stop. I just, you know, we've had so many audio issues. We got stuff going. I'd yeah. hate to have that messed up. But um, so he's talking about the. Um, Stealth, uh, Turtle Beach Stealth X500s for Xbox One. Um, I'm going to say, no, we haven't tried them because they're not even out yet. They actually come out on November 4th. So what is that, Tuesday? Yes. So they'll be available on Tuesday. In the U.S., they're actually $230. Um, and these are completely wireless. I've actually had people you know, reach out to me, hey, I need a completely wireless set of headphones. I would have not been aware of any until now. Um, I don't know if... Polk has any or um, Astro's have any. I think Astro's working on a set, but um, Turtle Beach does have a set out now. My my thought on this is I've got the XO7s. 
Um, they got a cord going to my controller. I actually, when I looked at the, I looked this up today and I was looking at the specs on it. And the thing is, is I prefer the one that I have because without a cable to the controller, then I have to recharge the battery in the headset, which I wouldn't really care. So then I'd have to always plug my headset into to charge it up. Right now I don't have to because it charges off the controller battery um, through that cord. I also like having the controls to mute, lower and raise the volume, raise the party up or the or the game volume up right in front of me on my controller. Um, then otherwise you'd have to, they're on the side of your headset. I looked it up. So they're, it's like, you got to learn or get to know where they're at. And you're always going to be reaching, reaching up to your headset to, to do that. I just, I mean, once you do it a couple of times, you'll know where they're at, but it's just me. I prefer to have it where it's at. Yes. Losing that cable would be nice. Um, but, um, I, I just think for myself, um, I, well, obviously I'm not going to go buy another headset, but I actually like, the setup with the with the controllers providing the power and all that stuff to my headset, um, and having the controls right at my fingertips, so I can keep my con hands on the controller as I'm adjusting. Um, uh, the only other thing I noticed too is that it's a USB uh, charger, and so the on the headset it's got a little micro USB plug-in. So I don't know what if they're giving you a charging cable uh, with a AC adapter. Um, but if you're, you might have to take and plug it into your Xbox, you know, and put your headset over there to charge them. Um, and then I don't know if they'll charge when the Xbox is turned off. So might, just keep that in mind. You might want to check that out before spending a lot of money on them. Um, but, uh, other than that, if you, if you're okay with those side, you know, those issues, then, uh, that'd be a, probably a pretty good, uh, set of headphones go completely wireless. Rob, I know you're like the Polk guy. Do you know if they have any completely mm -hmm. wireless? Um, I haven't really been following it too much uh, since I got my uh, I've got the melees, and I actually got my second pair of melees uh, that I was gonna get for my son before <laughs> he got his uh, Xbox privileges removed. Revoked. <laughs> but so now I've actually got two sets of uh, of melees, and because uh, uh, there was a fantastic deal about a week ago where they were thirty dollars. So, um, no, I, I just want to make a quick comment on the Turtle Beaches. And I've got an XP500 set that I purchased for the Xbox 360. And those are completely wireless. Uh, they're, uh, I think those are... But they're not for Xbox One. Wi-Fi. Well, they'll work either way. They just don't get chat on the Xbox One. Well, that's the thing. These these yeah. include chat. They're, you right. get chat, you get games. So it's just like the X07s, except you don't have a wire going to your controller. Exactly. Because so. uh, I've used my uh, XP500s on the Xbox One uh, before that adapter came out for the headsets. Okay. And uh, you just tie into the optical input. And they would work just fine. However, the thing I did want to make a comment on, and I've talked about this before, the wireless sucks. It is horrible. It had so much static. And I had read online there wasn't any real help from Turtle Beach on it. A lot of people were complaining about it. And what Turtle Beach basically said is it's probably interference and it has to do with you know wireless routers and, uh, you know, move away from your wireless router. 
that was not an option for me and I was basically stuck and it was a horrible static. It really detracted from the gaming experience and they would cut out and uh, I would hope that by now, because I got those a couple years ago, I would hope that they've improved things a little bit, maybe use different frequencies or different systems. Uh, but my experience with my Turtle Beach XP500s uh, was bad enough where I'm really shying away from using something similar again from yeah. them. And I know that the uh, Microsoft solution with the wireless adapter, you know, it, it can't be all too much different because all these companies, they use the same spe spectrum basically for all their radio communications. You know, it's not like Microsoft has a special license from the FCC to use, you know, or at least here in the United States, to use a certain spectrum that they bought only for the Xbox One. No, it, all these companies share the same stuff. And uh, my main warning against these would be, you know, just be careful. And if you run into static issues, then, you know, you might be stuck. And it's enough to have me stay with the wired setup for the uh, Xbox One. Because... Uh, having that little what three foot wire from you know the bottom of one of your ears to go down to your controller, it's not that bad. I mean the wire just sits you know on your chest or whatever, and it goes to where your hands are, and uh, you know your arm span is only so long. <laughs> you know it's not like you can uh, you know it can stretch it away, but yeah you know it can get snag on things if you're moving around not a big deal but i do like and this mark you had touched on this i, I do i'm not trying to be rude you gotta really make this quick yeah, yeah we are running, running out of time, time. <laughs> yeah now the, the thing i wanted to mention was it, it's such a huge thing to have all of the controls at the controller because that's where your fingers are that's where you can press buttons very quickly to adjust the sound that is a huge convenience and i know with my xps you know you have to do stuff at the ears and you forget which ear things are on because there's usually right. buttons on both sides and uh so I'm a big fan. The Polk uh, Melees have it on their Xbox 360 controller where it's uh, right at, I mean, at the the volume controller for the 360 is at the controller just like it is on the Xbox One. And that's a huge, huge feature. So I, I, would, only, I would say for my personal use, I would prefer a wired solution for the Xbox One unless maybe the fidelity was so much better, the speakers were so much better that it's a huge noticeable difference. Then that might sway me a little bit, but that, that's that's my thoughts. Alrighty. All of them. Alright, well we gotta move on because uh, we, we have a two-hour time Twitch kills us at two hours, so We've got ten minutes. I can talk ten more minutes about yeah, headsets. Yeah, uh, you can talk about new new games coming out this week. Oh yeah, let me do that <laughs> instead. <laughs> All right. So for this week, it's uh it's been a interesting couple of weeks so far. It's going to be a couple more after this one. Uh, so let's see what we've got for the Xbox 360. We've got MotoGP 14. We've got the Binding of Isaac Rebirth. Disney Infinity 2.0 Edition Toy Box Starter Pack for the 360 and Call of Duty Advanced Warfare. For the Xbox One, we've got Call of Duty Advanced Warfare yet again, and then the Disney Infinity 2.0 Edition Toy Box Starter Pack and Rocksmith 2014 
plus who knows what else is going to be out there that Major Nelson's just going to announce on his blog and then we'll talk about it last week that we didn't know about it. Exactly. And where, where should one go to buy these games? That's a very good question, my friend. So if you're looking to purchase, um, I don't know, uh, let's say maybe like glasses or something like that and contact lens solution and uh, cereal, in addition to those, you can also put in an order for your Xbox accessories, games and such at Amazon. Uh, make sure to go to thisxboxlife.com forward slash Amazon, which will take you to our affiliate link. Uh, please use our affiliate link each and every time that uh, you go to Amazon because it only lasts 24 hours or until the purchase is made or until you go to somebody else's link that overwrites ours. <laughs> so uh, please help support uh, your favorite podcast by using our affiliate link. All right. Well, with that, do you guys have any last comments? Randy, you got anything else you wanted to share? No. The only other thing I would say real quick is I did watch, uh, it was on free on uh, Xbox Live yesterday, the remaking of a legend, uh, the remaking of Halo 2. Uh, I did watch that. I thought it was really good and well done. So it's, it's worth the watch. It's about an hour long. Uh, so go out there and check it if you haven't already. It's really good. Otherwise, it's been a blast being here. I've really enjoyed it, and thanks for the opportunity to sit in with you guys. Is that on the dashboard? It you was should... yesterday. I believe okay. it still is today. Yeah. I'll have to check that out. Because yeah, I think it was originally releasing on there, and then it'll be available for PC viewing later, right? Like Sound if you right, watch yeah. it. Yeah, there's some websites or something that'll be on later. All right. Well, we thank you, Randy, for joining us. We appreciate it. We appreciate you being a part of the community. Yeah. Uh, thanks to everybody out there that's been watching us live on Twitch. We appreciate all the comments and everything. Um, we will we'll be uh, we're out of here. So this this is it. I am Mark AK Wingman seven oh nine taking off. It's Rob also known as Prestar. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll catch you all next week. This is Randy Romulan one one seven logging off. See you guys. <laughs>